Holy moly! The Lesbian Romantic is an Audioverse Awards finalist in nine categories. What? Nine. Thank you so much. That's nine chances to win an award. Yes. Want to help me out? Please. Voting is now open. Go to lesbianromantic.com/vote. You can find the link to go vote there. You'll also find another funny video of Millie the kitty and the bloopers of this episode. That's lesbianromantic.com/vote. One last thing before we get started. This episode is not safe for work. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is the Diva Story, Part Thirty. Millie's whole body was vibrating. She squeezed her eyes shut. She wanted to slow down. She didn't want this to end. Millie was feeling lightheaded, though. Her breathing was ragged, and her heart was racing. The tension inside her was rapidly building. She briefly considered pushing Hannah away, postponing the explosion she could sense was near. Her toes were already starting to tingle. But then Hannah flicked her tongue just right, and Millie suddenly found herself on a near painful edge. She gasped and wove her fingers deeper into Hannah's hair. Millie rolled her hips to let Hannah know what she wanted and how fast she wanted it. Hannah complied. Millie's world started spinning faster and faster. She now made herself hold on to the sheets instead of Hannah's hair. The tingling was quickly spreading through her body. Millie threw her head back for several long seconds. She let wave after wave of pleasure wash over her. Finally, breathlessly, she fell back onto the bed. Hannah collapsed next to her, and wrapped her arm around Millie's waist. Millie turned to face her, and beamed. Hannah's eyes were sparkling. "Am I forgiven now?" she asked. Millie rolled her eyes. You're a total goof," Hannah grinned triumphantly. Millie was tempted to brush a strand of hair out of Hannah's eyes, but her arms and legs felt too heavy to move. Feeling Hannah's warm body pressed against hers was so wonderful. Millie could feel herself starting to drift off. Are we okay? Hannah asked softly. 
Millie met Hannah's gaze. Blue eyes, filled with concern, were staring back at her. She pushed herself up on her elbow. It took quite a bit of effort. Yes, of course we're okay, she said. She now did reach for that strand of hair and tucked it behind Hannah's ear. Hannah was drawing circles on Millie's hip with the tip of her finger. Okay, she said. A worry line was etched between Hannah's eyebrows. What's wrong? Hannah smiled shyly. Millie arched an eyebrow. Hannah's cheeks turned an even deeper shade of red. Please, just tell me, Millie said softly. Hannah looked away. Her lips parted, but she didn't say anything. Millie heard a door close in the distance. Probably a neighbor coming home, she thought. It made her wonder how thin these walls were exactly. Are you my girlfriend? Hannah suddenly asked. Millie's heart skipped a beat. She searched Hannah's eyes for signs of playfulness. She saw none. Hannah was being dead serious. Millie wanted to say, Yes, I am, but her throat was so tight. She blinked a couple of times while she tried to summon up the courage to answer Hannah's question. She had never been in a real relationship. Just the thought made her head spin with questions and worries. What if she couldn't do this? Hannah cleared her throat. Millie took in a deep breath. Yes, she said, her voice shaky. Hannah's smile reached her eyes. She pulled Millie closer. Millie could hear her pulse drumming in her ears while they kissed tenderly. After a few moments, Hannah leaned back. Whoa, my girlfriend is an opera star, she joked. (laughs) Millie laughed. Hardly, she replied and rubbed the tip of her nose against Hannah's. What do you mean your role here in Houston is a big thing, right? Millie shivered a little. She grabbed the covers and pulled them up. For me it is. In the grand scheme of things, not so much. Come on, you were admitted to the MET program. That's huge. Millie smiled. It's a pretty good start. Hannah snuggled a bit closer. Well, to me, you're already a star. Millie's heart swelled in her chest. She didn't know Hannah could be this sweet. Unfortunately, Hannah's remark also reminded Millie of the foundation.
Hannah didn't know much about opera, but her mother, Mrs. Emsworth, did. And Millie still didn't know why she had been selected for the grant. They hadn't talked about it yet. They had hardly talked about anything this morning, actually. When Millie had arrived at the apartment complex, Hannah had stood waiting on the parking lot, leaning against a huge white pickup truck. They had greeted each other awkwardly with a kiss on the cheek. Then, Hannah had followed Millie upstairs. They had both hardly said a word. As soon as Millie had closed the door behind them, though, Hannah had stepped in front of Millie and pulled her into her arms. Millie couldn't help smiling at the memory. She did suddenly wonder about something. What's up with the white? Huh? What's white? The truck. I thought black was more your thing. Oh. Hannah laughed softly. That was my assistant Susie's idea. How so? I told her how stupid I had been, and she thought it would be funny to give me a white trunk. You know, instead of a white horse. Millie tilted her head. A knight in shining armor and his white horse? Hannah explained hesitantly. Millie enjoyed watching Hannah blush once more. She grinned. <laughs> okay, that is funny, she said as she traced a pattern on the light freckles on Hannah's shoulder. So, Susie knows about us? Hannah's eyes widened in alarm. Yes, shit, I'm sorry. I needed someone to talk to and... Millie put her finger on Hannah's lips and smiled. It's fine. You haven't told anyone? Hannah asked. Millie met her eyes. No, she said. But I almost did. Hannah perked up visibly. Who? Suzanne? <laughs> she wiggled her eyebrows. <laughs> Millie laughed. No. Although I might tell her just to see the expression on her face. I think she likes you, Hannah said. Millie shook her head. No way she likes you. Hannah smirked. I think she might like both of us. Millie sighed. Or just wants someone to have some fun with. Hannah nodded. Probably. So who did you tell? Almost told someone. Millie corrected Hannah. Right, right. Who? Christine, my singing coach. Hannah looked surprised. Your singing coach? From the Met? No, I've been taking private classes ever since I got to New York City. My coach flew in to see me on Thursday. Oh, 
that's wonderful. Is that something coaches do? Millie pursed her lips. Depends, I guess. But we really get along well. She's more like a friend at times. Actually, more like a second mom. She can be very strict. Sounds like a good person to have in your life. Yes, Christine is wonderful. Hannah frowned all of a sudden. Huh, I wonder if... She said. Millie ran her hand through Hannah's hair. What? Hmm, Hannah mumbled. Wait a sec, that feels so good. Millie shook her head, amused. She moved her fingertips in little circles towards the crown of Hannah's head. Oh, you are wonderful, Hannah muttered her eyes fluttering shut. And you are easy to please. Hannah wiggled her hips a little. Very easy. Millie kissed Hannah's cheek. You just said you were wondering about something? Hannah furrowed her brow. Huh, yes, but I can't remember. Millie tucked at Hannah's earlobe playfully. I'm so glad you're here. Hannah opened one eye. Me too. I can't believe we almost missed each other. Hannah shook her head. That would have been unbelievable. What happened, by the way? Why didn't you make it to New York? Millie hid her face in Hannah's neck. She was shy about telling Hannah the truth. I drove to the airport and asked for a ticket. But there were no seats except in business class. I should have checked online first. I wasn't thinking, Millie said. Hannah wrapped both of her arms around Millie and was silent for a few seconds. Business class is totally overpriced these days, isn't it? Millie quietly let out a breath of relief. Hannah had read between the lines. Millie simply had not been able to afford the ticket. Yeah, no business class for me until I am an actual world-famous opera star. Hannah kissed the top of Millie's head. When will you be back home? She asked. In ten days. I fly back the day after the last performance. Whoa, not taking a day or two to pack up? No, no use in paying double rent any longer than I have to. What will you do once you get back to New York City? Back to the Met. I have several master classes planned. I also have to see my agent. I was invited for a couple of auditions. Oh, for new productions? Millie ran her finger up and down Hannah's chest absentmindedly. Yes. It's good practice to go and audition as much as you can. That's great news. We'll see. 
Millie said as she tickled the tip of Hannah's nose. She wasn't in the mood for talking or thinking about it right now. Most of the auditions took place in other states. One of them was even in Europe. She didn't see the point of telling Hannah about it until she knew where she would be going next. They lay in silence for a while. Millie felt her muscles starting to relax. Her eyelids were getting heavy again. But Hannah was wide awake now, it seemed. My mom's arriving tomorrow afternoon, she suddenly said. Millie looked up. Are you happy she's coming back? She asked hesitantly. She's just visiting. But yeah, of course. How long is she staying? A couple of weeks. She didn't say when she will be flying back. Just that she would stay for a while. Millie didn't know how to respond. She had steered clear of the topic of Lucille Emsworth to avoid another difficult discussion. But now that Hannah had broached the subject, it was hard not to ask her if she had confronted her mother. Have you talked to her? Millie croaked. Hannah let out a breath. About the grant and why you were selected for it? The little hairs on Millie's arms rose. Hannah mentioning her mother had been no accident, apparently. Yeah. No, I haven't. I wanted to ask her about it in person, Hannah said. I promise you I will. Tomorrow. Millie stayed quiet, but nodded to let Hannah know she had heard her. I also think it would be great for you to meet my mother. She knows so much more about your profession than I do. Millie bit her lower lip. Let's try to get together as soon as you get back to New York, okay? Get this cleared up. Millie just stared at the wall, not sure what she was supposed to think. I really am sorry. I shouldn't have told you anything until I had talked to my mother. Millie nodded again. And I definitely should not have told you over the phone. On the day after I was attacked, Millie added. She knew she was stubbornly making a point now, but couldn't help herself. Yeah, I know. Hannah said quietly. Millie sighed. And I shouldn't have hung up on you. We both were incredibly stupid. Oh, really? Hannah tickled her side. Not mincing your words, huh? Millie swatted Hannah's hand away. No, no, don't tickle. You're going to make me scream. It's bad for my voice. <laughs> Hannah laughed, but thankfully did stop tickling Millie. Seriously? 
you had no problem with screaming earlier. Millie opened her mouth in mock shock. Hannah pushed herself up surprisingly fast and, before Millie knew what was happening, lied down on top of her. Feeling Hannah's naked body all over her took Millie's breath away. Hannah brushed her lips against Millie's. No more screaming, she asked. Millie narrowed her eyes. I'll get hoarse. Mmm, can't have that. Hannah ran her hands over Millie's arms and then pinned them down. You'll just have to make sure you stay quiet. Millie's nostrils flared. Hannah started kissing her neck, her teeth raking over sensitive skin. It only took a few seconds before Millie surrendered. This was part 30 of The Diva Story. My mission for this podcast has always been to create something that would make people smile and hope. Part of that mission is to make sure anyone can access the podcast. So it's free. And it will stay free. If you want to support my work and make sure I can keep doing this, please go to lesbianromantic.com slash support and buy me a coffee. lesbianromantic.com slash support. Thank you so much. Bye. Treat yourself to all the stories as they are meant to be experienced. Intense, immersive, and with all the bells and whistles. The Bells and Whistles Theater is a unique, intimate, and immersive experience for 100 fans of the lesbian romantic. Be the first to know, read, or listen. As a theater member, you'll enjoy new releases weeks or even months before anyone else does. Go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash lesbianromantic to check if there's a seat available today. I want to welcome everyone personally, so these seats are rolling out slowly until they are fully booked and then the theater is sold out. So make sure if you want to join, you don't miss out and go check if there's a seat available today. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic. Lesbian